Bam, 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 bam. So sad. Aww. <laughs> Aww. So, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, this, this is only the second episode of 64 Bits of Rage. Yeah. Uh, AS Inquisitor's Nintendo podcast. But Ariel is unfortunately sick and losing her voice. So. Sad frog. She, she might be a little quiet. We'll try to like equalize voices out and Good luck with that. Uh, post. But I could just get really <laughs> close to the mic. Really sensual. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. It's creepy. <laughs> but anyways, this is episode two of Yay. 64 Bits of Rage. Uh, last episode we talked about uh, Nintendo consoles since it was the consoles through the ages. Yeah, the very the, first one. Yeah, the inaugural episode. Yeah. Uh, we thought we'd follow that up with franchises. Uh, yeah, franchises and Nintendo characters. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good starting place. Yeah. If we're gonna start a podcast specific to like a company or console. I think it's a great way to start. I mean, obviously, there's like so many things that are uh, people associate with certain. Uh, like, you know, Nintendo, or this is strictly, like, PlayStation, Nintendo, or Xbox, or, you know. Yeah, you think Master Chief, you think, okay, Microsoft, Xbox, you think, yeah, you think, yeah, Joel and Ellie, or um, Nathan Drake, or Kratos, even for Sony, and then Nintendo has its swath of far more long-running characters and franchises than the others, so. But I feel like the main one, you just say Mario, and automatically, boop, it is Nintendo. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, we will begin now with I'm Anthony Schultz. Oh yeah, I'm Ariel Schultz. <laughs> Whoopsie. And this is 64 bits of rage. Dun, 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 dun. I'm trying to make it even more darker one instead of the high pitched one. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think it's a good like starting. Yeah. Point. I mean, we already talked about consoles, so Nintendo consoles specifically. So let's talk about their characters and franchises now. Yeah. So I think obviously, as I just said, the biggest one everyone knows is Mario. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree he was off of, obviously, the NES, or, like, you know, his kind of... Even earlier, because... You oh, gotta, yeah, he was on the... Yeah, you gotta think about Donkey Kong, like, Donkey arcade. Donkey Kong, arcades. I always forget about the arcades. Yeah. Arcade game. Uh, yeah, arcades. <laughs> and so, and then he wasn't Mario, he was just Jumpman. Yeah, because he was Jumpman with Donkey Kong. That was yeah, exactly, Jumpman. yeah. And, and he premiered Jumpman. there, which is funny, because I'm a huge Donkey Kong fan. Which is um, funny, you're not a Mario fan, but you're Donkey Kong. I really like Mario, too. Mario's one of my favorites. Yeah, and then of course I completely forgot. Obviously, everyone's gonna have their origins. Origins. Some are a little easier because obviously, like the PlayStation's newer and like the Switch consoles and stuff. But with Nintendo, it obviously we, we talked about this before. It started as a card game. Yeah, they yeah they were like they were a card manufacturer like um, yeah. and like toys and games and stuff like not video games but like all the way yeah. back to the eighteen hundreds. They're yeah. they're yeah. an old company. Yeah. Let's see them other bitches have that. <clears throat> yeah, and they just don't. I mean, Sony is probably the next oldest mm-hmm. as far as like current contenders are kind of concerned. But I mean, not by they much. they have like a storied history just all the way back to like the Sony Walkman and, yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So more music and um, electronics TV inclined. Yeah. Now though, in like recent decades, that arm of their company has I think PlayStation's like completely divested from the electronics portion of their company. Like a big portion of it, yeah. So now it's just like PlayStation because that is like the most profitable arm of mm-hmm. Sony now. Well, obviously. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so like I was saying, Mario is the biggest name out there. Obviously you got your other like smaller ones or whatever, like, you know, you think of Yoshi or whatever, but Mario is like the biggest name for Nintendo. Oh yeah. I read, there was somebody, I wish I could like quote them more adequately, but 
Uh, there was somebody on Twitter that I saw recently where they 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 do the same kind of thing that we mm. do. I don't know if they necessarily like podcasts, but they like stream or they talk about video games a lot they on social media. And their parents always say like, "Do you play the Nintendo?" <laughs> like because Nintendo for that generation is almost synonymous with just video games True. because you it's like Nintendo. when they were raising kids, it was Nintendo. you know Nintendo was everywhere. It was yeah. the NES, it was the Super Nintendo, and then therefore their games that went yeah. along with it. So <laughs> I I think that's pretty funny because I've heard that before. You played the Nintendo? Yeah. Do you play Nintendo still? Yeah. Like, and it's like that's just synonymous <laughs> with video games, which is kind of cool. <laughs> it really is, and obviously my all time favorite. Obviously, this is brand new for the first, uh, for this podcast. Uh, ha ha. Um, is Zelda: Ocarina of Time is my ultimate favorite game on the Nintendo sixty four, and of course, Zelda is my favorite character. Of course, there's there's younger generations of Zelda, but Ocarina of Time is my ultimate favorite game. So, Zelda. is Zelda your favorite character, or Link? The game, but I like the princess. You like Zelda? I know the princess. I know you know the difference. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people nowadays still that are like, well, eh, like that's one of the. I same. like the princess in that one because it's like. The other ones, they make her so ditzy. They do a little bit, yeah. And like Princess Peach almost, but it's like when that one, she's, you know, I, I'm trying to defeat I, this I, I like the low-key knock on Princess Peach. <laughs> Fuck you, Princess Peach. Like, Fuck you, Princess we Peach. We should do that, or I should do like maybe a write-up where it's like... Princess Peach versus Zelda. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be cool. Who's the better princess? <laughs> one of my more famous like pieces in like Dude, comic book journalism Bowser, okay? was like Dakin versus X-23, so <laughs> those kind of things work. But I'm just saying, in general, that's a good knock anyways, because it's a Nintendo podcast, um, yep. is that uh, I like her, because, and that one specifically, because then they start making her, like, Princess Peach, and for granted, there's, like, you know, Skyward Sword, where she's a badass, and it's not necessarily a princess in that one. There's some where she's not a princess, but... I never played Skyward Sword. My Zelda knowledge is, like, spotty. I play I played, like, really old ones, but they yeah. were, like, handheld, or NES ones. Yeah, well, it's like, like I was saying, like, I didn't play too many of them. I played handhelds a lot, and, like, a couple on the Wii, but the Skyward Sword is more, not where she's necessarily a princess, but they're kind of on the same level. They fly on giant birds and stuff. Yeah, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, I think that's the correct one. Uh, yeah. Skyward Sword was really interesting. I think it was just the motion controls that got me for that one. Uh, and that, that seems to be the case, but, um, it was a really cool one because uh, you had these birds that you were bonded with and you flew on. That must be like Lord of the Rings. A little bit, yeah. Like with the giant eagles at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> Whole just, like, avoid all that shit, find the birds there and find the birds back. Just saying. Oh, yeah, that's like the main, like, plot hole in Lord of the Rings. Giant plot hole. The birds, like, that's like the only thing. Yeah, they could have just like dropped them off. They could have tossed the ring in. None of that stuff would have happened, and (laughs) they could have saved them all. Anyways, they could have gone off to the island. I digress, but it's my favorite one. I mean, Link is my favorite character, obviously, because you play as Link, you don't play as Zelda. Yeah, and but uh, you know, it's still that's my favorite one to play with. Obviously, the one I I always thought it was weird that that series was never named after Link. Because you, like, in every single one, you Well, if you're going like, Zelda, at least name him Zelda and, like, the prince is something else. Because Zelda can be either or. That's what I mean. I always thought I found that was super weird because it's, like, the, that's one, like, you you know, like, I don't know what listeners do, but, uh, like, I've been playing a lot of Yeast. Like, Yeast is just kind of synonymous with Adol. Yeah. Like, you he, always play as Adol. Like, in, yeah. he, like, he's always the main character, you know, unlike other RPGs like Final Fantasy and stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, Zelda's the same way. He always yeah, plays yeah, Link. Zelda, like, yeah. Link is the hero. Like, for granted, it's, um... It's... I don't know why my iPad decided to freak out. It's gonna make some sounds and be jazzy-snazzy. Jazzy. Anyways. Uh, Unknown number. Unknown Batmans. 
But, you know, and that's why it just kind of cracks me up. I mean, I like Link. Link is always Link. I mean, he's always pretty much the same character. There's not much growth with him. He's got to save. Well, it's technically a different character every time, though, too. Wait, it's a different timeline on each one. I know that. Yeah, that's so weird. Like, and, yeah, it's not the same. And it's no different than, like, oh. I, I like how people got mad, too, when, like, Nintendo came out with the official, like, timeline. for Yeah. And there's, like, one where, it, like, branches off where it's, like, if Link loses. Oh, yeah. Then you have, like, the dark timeline. <laughs> <laughs> that leads to... Breath of the Wild, actually, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny because it's like in that history, it's like Link is lost. Yeah, and it's like whoa, and people flipped out because it's like whoa, you always play as Link and you always win. So like, in what timeline you. would you? Yeah, because would goes, it be canon um, where you lose? But like the child timeline and the adult timeline, which is funny, and then common timeline, which is Zelda. Like um, the almost all the main ones proper, right? Yeah, they have like a Zelda Majora's Mask, Zelda's. And doesn't it spawn off Princess, from... Four Swords. Is it Majora's Mask where the Dark Land timeline comes from? Where it's like if you lose? Or is that Twilight Princess? Uh, I think that's Twilight Princess. It's, it's one of those. Oh, well, it's called Spear Tracks, Phantom Hourglass, and Wind Waker. It is Wind Waker, the one I play on the DS. That's so weird. Is it's called ideas? Wind Waker, yeah. Wind Waker. Yeah, that one's on... Um, that's not on the DS. That's on a different one. It's a handheld one. Windmaker's on a handheld. Yes, it is. I played it on handheld. We're going to get in a battle about this. You couldn't find my games. No, because Windmaker was a a, a proper one. We're going to pretend and ignore Anthony now. (laughs) All right, sorry. I'm trying to pull up the proper how you guys... Yeah, it was a GameCube one. Whatever. The other ones in that list are handhelds. Um, Age of Twilight, let's see. And there was a Wii U version. And then, uh, those sequels that you were looking at were all handhelds for sure, like Phantom Hourglass, Spirit Tracks, and stuff like that. Those were definitely handhelds. It was just lumping them together in that timeline. Yeah, I'm just saying, anyways, it's like they have that timeline, so this is what happens if Zelda loses, Link loses, and, uh, you know, it's kind of... I didn't like Breath of the Wild, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, That if, one was hard to If we have, like, listeners from our Rage Quit podcast, like, you've been very, pretty open about that, like... I love every other Zelda game, but it's, like, I honestly hated uh, Breath of the Wild. It's not a Zelda I, I feel like game. it's the same, like, line of logic that um, John, my co-host for FGG, has about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, that's true. Which I can, I understand, like, and mm-hmm. I haven't played Breath of the Wild, so I don't really have a specific opinion about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling I wouldn't like it for the same kind of reasons, though, because mm-hmm. the ones I played were the the old school NES ones, mm-hmm. uh, Zelda 1 and 2, mm-hmm. which are way different than yeah. pretty much everything else. I have a hard time playing those. I just played them kind of for posterity's sake. Mm-hmm. But the ones that I really enjoyed and liked... Follow the same kind of format of the ones yeah. you like. I liked, you know, you want to scream in the background. <laughs> a link to the past, mm-hmm. uh, Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, um, Link's Awakening. Was yeah. in the, I played like those four all on the Game Boy Color mm-hmm. and the Super Nintendo. That's what I mean. So it's like, and they all follow the same kind of format where it's like 
top down dungeon based like yeah metroidvania yeah it's a metroidvania game and i like metroidvania games i didn't ask and breath of the wild isn't so i I can see that ask for an open rpg zelda game i wonder if i can play an open rpg game i'd go find an open rpg game go play assassin's creed assassino okay you know but yeah yeah and john is the same kind of way it's like he's a purist in how assassin's creed was Mm -hmm. up to you know probably syndicate and then with origins and odyssey because it took such a like a sharp right turn that he's like i don't like it it's not the same like it's you know less Mm -hmm. focused on the story in his opinion and like and i can uh, see that too way more open world than it should be and like don't get me wrong stealth is all but absent it's just you know more combat it's like a action rpg now in it um but if you think about it too, though, like with the Zelda games, it's not—I don't know. There's never really, let's say, a really honestly, not a really good story. <laughs> it's a cool. Some story. of them can be, but yeah, they're very modular. So yeah, it's, it's like you—they're like, very like here's this circle with this dungeon. Yep. And you get this item, mm-hmm. which is very indicative of Metroidvania, and then yeah, you move on to the next. You know. Yeah. But it's like the story's kind of very just linear and everything, and I like that, and I like that, you know, you can kind of explore a little bit, but you still have to go to get to, you know, the Dogons, uh, you have to get the Rock Explorer or whatever, and travel into the dungeons and stuff. Or, the, new, the newest yeast I'm playing, um, new for me, uh, Oath and Vogana is set up that way too, yeah. where it's like you go to a specific area, you can really only go to that area, and then you get an item. Yep, and, and then, then now you can, you can go to the next area, and then when you get that item, you can go back and explore more. And you can explore more. There's like little, you know, treasures or hideaways and stuff. Yeah, which and it's like old school Zelda is very the, much that. I'm probably kind of turning more into the Zelda podcast. Um, the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're talking about favorite franchises, characters. I would argue that uh, Zelda is more popular than Mario now. Now, yes, I was just talking about like from the very beginning. You can still associate Mario though with Nintendo. Same with like that. Absolutely, those are the big names like that are more associated with Nintendo. Yeah. Um, oh, and I think it's only recently that it's really kind of changed. Oh, hands. it is recently. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, Breath of the Wild did really well. It, it is a good game for what it is, but it's not a Zelda game. Yeah, and for me, like, I'm going to try to get to that one Ugh. eventually and play can, through it. Fuck with the, what the fuck's up with the broken goddamn breaking weapon? <laughs> yeah, which I heard that was a complaint from people who did enjoy the game, too. It's like, you can't repair Because it was so quick. You, you can't know? repair them. And Even John complained about that, and he really enjoys Breath of the Wild. It's like, you can't repair them if you break a weapon and you die in that spot. Obviously, you can respawn, but you respawn in that spot. So you can't run away from the enemies if you're not strong enough to run away from the dude with a fucking pitchfork coming after your ass, you know, and, you're, yeah, and all your weapons that, are broke, and you got no more weapons in your... See, and I blame queue. that on, like, that's poor design, in my opinion, where it's like... Like in... I actually set myself on fire on that game and died. <laughs> you know what? I was cooking food. That's kind of funny. <laughs> and I was doing something. I was looking something up, and I left Link close to the fire. And he got me caught And on I fire. didn't catch the sound of him dying because it's not the same kind of sound when you're getting weak on the normal Zelda game. Yeah, like the heart's like, going down. Yeah, and I'm like, look, I'm like, how did you die? You're, there's no enemies. Oh, you're in the fire. You burnt it. Oh, my God. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's like adding a layer of like realism like in some other rpgs that i don't need for like, a zelda game even like elder scrolls and like fallout and stuff where you expect it from those kind of bethesda rpgs not in a zelda game not in zelda yeah <laughs> it's like i'm not expecting it. like i obviously know there's lava around don't touch it you'll die if you don't have your special equipment i was standing next to a fire pit and i died speaking of lava i like burned to death as ate all the other evening when i was playing both in <laughs> Vilgata. you gotta get this special item so you could like transverse shallow lava but if you were in deep lava you would die <laughs> i don't know what the difference was but 
a, br- a bracelet that's X amount of feet, yeah. <laughs> like of lava. Yeah, you know what? That's a Zelda way to do it. But um, that's like my favorite. What's your favorite? Uh, for me, it's uh, Mario. Um, Who's Donkey Kong? Lying bastard. No, Donkey Kong is <laughs> one of my favorites. He's he's a close second to Mario. Okay. Which I don't think a lot of people would pick Donkey Kong. No. But. I don't know. I've always really enjoyed, like, platformers and stuff. And the first, like, mm-hmm. like really well-done platformer, in my opinion, that it still holds up, mm-hmm. that I have played, like, since. And then they've done, um, like, sequels, too, that are along the same vein now, mm-hmm. is uh, Donkey Kong Country on the True. Super Nintendo. Yeah, and I like Donkey Kong Country, too. So I really like that one. And then there was, like, you know, a lot later there was, like, uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns. Mm-hmm. And then now there's... Tropical Freeze, which mm-hmm. I really enjoy, and then it reminds me a lot of like Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which I played when I got on the Sony kind of bandwagon. Mm-hmm. So I was just I don't know I was just thought they were just fun to play. Like yeah. it was just the gameplay loop was fun. I thought mm-hmm. the aesthetic was kind of cool. My absolute favorite though, uh, like Nintendo first party game of all time, is Super Mario World. Nice, yeah. So that's why Mario kind of like edges out Donkey Kong just so- by a little bit. It's because that one I played, like, over and over. And I wish there was more. There are a handful of Marios that are like that. (coughs) But I wish there was more Mm -hmm. Mario games that were just that. So, um, with that being said, uh, what do you associate with Nintendo? Like, what do you... I'd say Mario. Mario. I think you're right with that, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think... I'm not saying it can't change or people are spreading out their Yeah, well, and also, like, when I was a a kid and... Even when I was, like, a, a teenager in my early 20s and very much, you know, had time to play games. Um, you don't have time now. What? You don't have time now. I do now because it's a part of my job and business. But <laughs> uh, more so than I have in probably the last 10 years, though. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, it... I don't know. Mario was... He was, he was just at the forefront of, mm-hmm. like, Nintendo and gaming, so it was, mm-hmm. like, you just automatically associate with it. Now, because I'm, like, more on the pulse of what's going on and things have changed mm-hmm. and stuff, I just see more people talk about Zelda or have debates about yeah. Zelda, and then I feel like there's more, like, excitement for... Zelda games Yeah, and like, Breath of the Wild 2. I feel like the Switch sold really well at... I think it would have taken off no matter what, but I think it sold really well at first because it launched with Zelda. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if... Mario would have been able to pack the same kind of punch mm-hmm. like it used to. Yeah. Um, with older consoles, but that being said, like I, one of the, like the few first party games I played on the Wii mm-hmm. was with the motion controls and everything was Super Mario Galaxy. And that's yeah. one of my favorite Mario games too. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that, and I have Super Mario Galaxy too, and I played like a little bit of it, and want to eventually go back mm-hmm. and finish it, and I really want to play Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. Um. But for me, yeah, Super Mario World was just, like, awesome. Like, I, I absolutely much. loved it. Yeah. yeah I, I play it, like, once a year. Mm-hmm. It's great because it's available on the eShop on the Switch, so yeah. I can play it. And, uh, I don't know, like, it's, like, just, like, the right length. The mm-hmm. platforming's still really smooth. Like, you know, the bizarre story of Mario is still there. <laughs> like, uh, it's what I think about when I think about, like, Nintendo and, yeah. and Mario in particular. Like I said, when I think about Donkey Kong, which is a close second, I think Donkey Kong Country on the mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. But a lot of my knowledge of Nintendo in particular is NES and Super Nintendo. Yeah. 
And then I had this huge, like, block in the middle where I missed out on, like, the greatest Zelda games, and I missed out on, like, the first 3D Marios, yep. and even some of the... Even Super Mario 64. That's a good one. You'd like that one. Yeah, and, like, a Mario Sunshine and stuff like that. Like, I missed out. I haven't played yeah. any of those. Those are ones that are, like, on my bucket list of games where I'm gonna go back eventually and, like, play through them. Exactly. Either on, you know, like, the 3DS or the Switch or something along those lines, yeah. or even their home consoles, because we have so many of well, them. We have but... the 64 and the GameCube and the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, I just gotta get and a hold of like the the cartridges themselves, yeah, kind of a thing to play them. But um, yeah, I don't know. Nintendo is just it's almost synonymous with just gaming, yeah. and then on top of it, Mario and Zelda now is just synonymous with Nintendo. So it's like right. they kind of just all go hand in hand in this like little chain. Yeah, so I got a, I got a really good one for you. A lot of people do, but don't think of as synonymous with Nintendo, except for like now maybe with the Switch is Pokemon. Oh yeah, I, Pokemon absolutely. like people straight up think card game. Yeah, I could see that, definitely. Or, like, handhelds of a bygone era kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, old Nintendo handhelds. Yeah, right. but they don't think of Pikachu, Nintendo. Which yeah. It, which it is. A lot of people, I think, are more quickly to associate, like, uh, Pokemon with just, like, Game Freak. Like, yeah. That's probably one of the earliest instances where people, like, knew a studio... True. ...attached to a game rather than a game attached to a console or True. a brand. Yeah. Because I think now we focus a lot on that, like, mm -hmm. who's making this game or who the game director is and stuff like that. I think that's yeah. a more modern kind of thing. Back, back in the day, it was just like, oh, you may see, like, the Square logo come up on yeah, old yeah. Final Fantasy, but that's all you knew. True. Like, or even when I was playing, like, Prince of Persia on the PS2, it was like, mm -hmm. the Ubisoft logo came up. It was, like, very iconic. True. And so it was like, I knew Ubisoft, but I didn't know it was like, did Ubisoft Montreal make this? Like, oh, <laughs> there's this French guy that I know. Like, it, oh, wasn't, like, it wasn't like that then, but... No, but it just kind of I think Game Freak up. was one of the few where it was like... The Pokemon. Pokemon is Game Freak. Game Freak is Pokemon, not necessarily Nintendo. But it's only on Nintendo. Yeah, and it is a it is a first party game, game which yeah. which is hilarious. People franchise. don't realize that it is only on Nintendo. Yeah, and and, like, and with the newest one, it's that's the first Pokemon. It's actually on that console. On that console, not a handheld. Yeah, well, technically handheld. Yeah, a hybrid. Yeah. But I'm just saying in general, it's like the only one now that is actually on the console itself. Which is cool. I'm glad they kind of made the leap. I saw, I know a lot of people were complaining about Sword and Shield and like the lack of Pokemon. And I don't know how people feel about this, mm -hmm. but expansions and DLCs usually don't bother me too much. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like you're not really not getting a anything. Pokemon game. Is that really what they're doing? There's a, there's an expansion uh, or like a season pass for the new Pokemon where it's like, oh, we're adding oh, they just, 250 extra they just Pokemon, Pokemon if you have the expansion or the season pass. Now they ruin Pokemon. The it is a, it is a little bit like microtransaction. Oh God, they're microtransaction. I feel like that should, the, the, in that the, case. We'll call it the death of Zelda and the death of the Pokemons. It should be built into the game and the expansion should be more... Even if they added Pokemon later and, like, free updates kind of a thing, I'd be fine with that. But if it was, like, you're, you're paying for more story or, like, a different area in that world Fuck that or, shit. or something like that. Lines. I really don't want the game. Yeah. Well, like I said, off with a that's kind of like an EA sun move. And, sun and moon shit and such fucking tutorials, bitches. And now I've got DLC for... What the fuck? It's Pokemon. Stop messing things up. That's good. <laughs> I love you, but God damn it. Yeah, I feel like the last two Pokemons have kind of strayed, uh, strayed from the course a little well, bit. Well, so Zelda. Yeah, but that, but that did really well though. That's, oh, fuck uh, that, that. I'm sure Pokemon did really well. Just I don't care name, if but... it did really well and bite my ass. Um, what I'm saying though is another thing too. Like with other, like there's obviously huge franchises within the games and stuff. And mm. one I'm really excited now they're bringing back is Animal Crossing. 
Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that before you and I were together, mm-hmm. um, seeing like a little bit of it on, I think, like a Friends GameCube or something. Yeah, because it, it, it was like it, the last. It on the 64, but one. the GameCube is the more known, well known one. Yeah. Um, and even I'm excited for that because I played the mobile one too. And I was like, this is fun. This is cool. And I love it too. And what was kind of cool about the one on the GameCube is it used the real time their calendar in there. Yeah, I remember my friend like changing the in game clock and stuff. Yeah, to cheat, which yeah. I did too. Um, but if you like left it, you actually left it, you would go through a period of time. Like if you left your house for too long, you get cockroaches in there and you gotta go around and stomp them, squish them, little cockroach ghosts. That's awesome. That's kind of yeah. a cool touch. Like and you that. have to catch them. Oh, fuck, cockroaches are fast, man. See, that like, would, that would, that's like probably too, like at the time of, or probably prior to like mm-hmm. day and night cycles in video yep. games and stuff like that. So that's actually pretty innovative. And it's like, if you go at night is when you can catch the best, the best bugs, excuse me. Batch of bugs. Best bugs, I was going to yeah. say. Uh, Portmanteau that again. <laughs> uh, best bugs at night. Like space rats. Sprats. Sprats. Took me forever to figure that out. I'm like, oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. Now I get it. <laughs> oh, now I get it. Um, uh, where I would catch scorpions, and if you weren't careful and you went onto a scorpion, it poked it you. It stung you. And then your eyes all swollen. Oh, God. Yeah. It's really That's funny. vicious. It's hilarious. I have, I have one. I have uh, I have one on my DS. I'll have to show you. I will catch a scorpion and keep it because mm-hmm. it puts in a little terrarium. You oh, that's scorpion cool. in a terrarium. And then I'll have sell one because obviously I got to catch some bugs, pay that rent. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the only little way to like pay off uh, Mr. Uh, M. Oh, for, for what is his damn name? Oh, I even I know The curator. I know um, his name. Nook. Tom Nook. Nook. Yeah, Mr. Tom Nook. Nook. Got to pay off Mr. Nook. Pay, pay him out <laughs> rent for Mr. Nook. That's hilarious. And it's funny as if you do it in a He's time... pretty much a slumlord when you think about it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like he's like a like NYC slumlord. He is, yeah. And if you pay it obviously off in a timely manner, quote unquote, uh, you can uh, you get your statue eradicated in the center square. That's funny. That's awesome. But the funny part is my friends would have it because I we didn't have a GameCube, but I love playing like Animal Crossing. Is one of my friends who were playing it for such a long time, they had all these coins, bells. Yeah. Which is their currency, is bells, not coins. Mm-hmm. Gil. Yep. <laughs> <coughs> Built up. And she just gifted it to me, which you can do. Oh, that's cool. And so I opened up a present and paid off my mortgage. So I got a giant ass gold statue. And that's she, awesome. She only had a silver one because she, you know, actually had to play the game. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, I already paid it off. <laughs> that's hilarious. And then you have to build levels too because you get one level, two levels, and then you extend it. Yeah, uh, Azure Dreams, which I talk about a ton on Rage Quit, yeah. uh, that I really enjoy, it was the same kind of thing, because you build, like, the town around yeah. the tower, and I always love that, because you you start out in this, like, little, like, shack, yeah. this cottage, yeah. and then you can go to the rest of the town, and there's, like, a pool, and yeah. the pool's, like, dried up, yep. like, nobody can use the pool, yeah. um, people, like, are clamoring for, like, a library, they want something to do, so they yeah. want to, like, go read books and mm-hmm. stuff, so the gameplay loop is very similar, where... Yeah. You go to this tower, and on certain floors you can find items, mm-hmm. and you can also gain... I can't remember what the currency is in that game, but you can also gain currency Yeah. going through the tower, but then you can, like, find this medallion that, like, is what connects to the pool and mm-hmm. refills it and stuff. Then you can build the library, and then you can, like... Eventually you build this giant mansion <laughs> of a house, and you have, like, this whole separate area where it's all your familiars that you found yeah, in the yeah. tower that are all, like, rusting and stuff. <coughs> Which is cool. So it was, like... It was great, because it's, like, at the beginning of the game, you just have this shack, and the town's, like, mm-hmm. in the middle of this desert, and all decrepit mm-hmm. and everyone's like miserable and then by the end of it when you, you're getting close to beating the game it's like 
the town's thriving. <laughs> like, all these places are open now, and you've expanded all of them, yeah. and you live in a mansion because you're, like, the most famous person now for doing all this stuff for the city. But I like, like games that do that. And it's like that. That's why I was, like, so addicted. I could play hours of that game because you got to dig and find treasure, and if you dig enough, you can actually find uh, dinosaur bones. Yeah, that gameplay loop gets me, too. I It is the one where you it just, just hooks you. you yeah, it just in. sucks you in. And, and it's like, like, I'll dig. I want more. I want to be more. bigger and better. Yeah. yeah, and then I can find dinosaur bones. Either I keep them, which 90% of the time I just put dinosaur bones out of my house, and it's just like a bad T-Rex head in there. But you can donate them to the... Uh, like a museum or something? Yeah, there's a museum. You that's donate cool. them to the museum. See, same, that's cool. Same with fishes. You can either catch one. If you catch a rare one, you can donate it there. Or butterflies or bugs, certain bugs. Yeah. And you can back, go back to the museum and visit it. And it has your bug you caught, your fishes you caught. And it so, says, like you, and so you begin to become like famous in yeah, this world and, and because and you're says, doing all this stuff for says, other people know, too. Donated by you know, Ariel, who... Uh, caught the bug and gave it to the kid. Yeah, yeah. But I'm selfish and I like catching certain things and keeping certain things. I have a T-Rex head that's just in my home. I don't think I have the old... uh, I have it on my DS, the Animal Crossing one, but when I had the GameCube, which Danny's dog... My brother Loki ate my GameCube one. Oh, yeah. He ate the damn little tiny dish because he was a puppy. He was like Dante's size actually and ate it. Uh, I can't picture Loki Dante's size because Dante's full grown. He, he was his size. <laughs> Anyways, ate it, but I had a I had a T-Rex head just in my house, kind of just kicking it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, that style of gameplay, I don't it think we does. get very often No, but very it more. sucks you up, though. Like, it I totally gotta, does, though. I got to yeah. dig here, get a dinosaur bone, I got to go fish and get this cool There's fish. There's been older games that I've been thinking about recently that mm-hmm. do that. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, man. Like, and I know it would suck me in and I would have a blast doing That's it, why I'm so. like super excited because this whole premise is you're on like a deserted island. Because was it, is it Horizons or New Horizons? Or New Horizons, like I think. Um, because the pocket one. Which I know we already pre-ordered and I'm excited to play that one as well. Uh, and as far as like back catalog on Switch is concerned, I still haven't played Mario Odyssey, so I really want to mm-hmm. get that one next. I know I'm going to play full price. Yeah, it's New Horizon, so it's where you are on a deserted island, and you've got to build everything, which is kind of cool, but it's still Animal Crossing. It's easy eight. Castaway Village. No, it's not. Shut up. But it's like you start out with like a tent, and then you can build like a cabin. And then you keep going. But it's a concert release, so you know it's going to get big. Oh, yeah, and I'm super excited for it, because obviously the one we've been playing, uh, because it's release date's March 20th, 2020, so soon. It's super soon, yeah. There's so many good games coming out this I know, spring I'm this so year. I'm so excited. Uh, is I have to... I play uh, Animal Crossing every day on my phone because I like... Oh, know. yeah. No, that's a good one. I Even I played a little bit of that and really enjoyed it. So. Well, I get sucked into it again. I'm just like, just gotta go over here. Gotta oh, go yeah. over here. Some old games. Gotta do this task. Well, that's why, that's why they, they call them gotcha games. Gotcha games. All yeah. my tasks aren't complete. Um, but I had another... Game. I had a couple pulled up. I think one. I th- I think it's good to kind of piggyback on what you were saying. Where I don't think people associate you know Nintendo with Pokemon specifically. Yeah. Um. I mean, Fire Emblem. I think it's another oh, one. Yeah, that's, that's always on Nintendo consoles. <coughs> Excuse me. And mm-hmm. um, I've dabbled in Fire Emblem a little bit. Again, to go back to John, like he's played all of them. That's a franchise he really loves, mm-hmm. and usually he he informs me of like a really good one. Yeah. So, and he did this years ago when we lived uh, close to one another. We lived in the same apartment building. Mm-hmm. There was one that came out on the, the DS or the 3DS mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, yeah, you'd really enjoy this. And I played that one. Yeah. And then uh, 
yeah, now I've gotten back into Three Houses and stuff, which, again, he gifted me, which is, like, cool, but uh, that game's really fun. I think he like, gifted most of your games on the Switch. I know. Well, he's a huge Switch lover, so. Yeah, that's like true. He, he is, like, uh, d- dominantly a PC gamer now, but he nerd. still has a, <laughs> yeah, fucking nerd. Fucking nerd. But he uh, loves his Switch, mm-hmm. and so that's, like, the only console he has and yeah. will play besides, like, PC games and yeah. virtual reality stuff. So, but yeah. I think yeah, Fire Emblem is a good one, and it's kind of on the up and up, along with like Yeast and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it's just a great like JRPG. You don't get a lot of tactics games anymore, which, no. which that has been that like, that's a genre it really kind of fits into. Yeah. So I enjoy playing games like that just because you don't get like real time strategy games in that way. True. Like, and it's just it, I like Nintendo for what it is. It's got its head people like you know mario zelda and obviously a handful of people like yoshi's world and shit like that there are a lot of spin-offs too yeah because you get like yoshi's woolly world you even get like wario and kirby luigi's mansion luigi yeah luigi's mansion which i'm excited to play that one too and i always get super smash brothers with everybody in there and then you get like a mario kart i love mario kart on 64 even um like, I was like this just because I enjoy the Olympics, but, like, the Mario and Sonic mm-hmm. Olympic games and stuff, which is kind of cool. Like, yeah. these main mascot rivals are now in the same <laughs> game on a Nintendo console, and yeah. you, you get to play little fun mini-games. And it's like, um, obviously, every kind of system has their uh, AAA games and stuff, but I feel like Nintendo's got the most... Oh yeah, absolutely. You're, I mean, you're never gonna play Mario on PlayStation. And the the crazy part about that is, is like you think you think about Sony and, and the evolution of PlayStation, on Nintendo. Yeah, and Wolfenstein too. And Wolfenstein. You think it isn't like they started with like Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that, and then we just have a Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Like, or a couple of them every generation. Yeah. It's like now nah, they stopped doing that. They moved on to like Jack and Daxter. Yeah. And then Uncharted, and then yeah. Last of Us, and then we went, like, <coughs> God of War, which mm-hmm. then was soft reboot this generation. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima will be new. Um, they're always, like, evolving and changing. Uh, Nintendo's done a really good job of, like, like all of these characters mm-hmm. that we talked about and all these, like, franchises and stuff started back in the mm-hmm. NES and Super Nintendo yeah, days. Yeah, they've been around for years. And they just have kept going. And they But they've done a pretty successful job of, like, reinventing, reinventing themselves, that character franchise, yeah. whatever you're talking they about, per console. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just not like the NES and then uh, Mario. It's not the same thing Switch. over and over again, <laughs> you know. Because you know? it's, like, even as much as I, like, uh, enjoy Uncharted, it's the same style, style of game, game every, time. Or every single time. It's mm-hmm. usually just... You know, different context, and then they they seem to try to go like bigger and better, like bigger spectacle or yeah, like cinematics, or mythology, or whatever, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, there's a, a like a marketable shift between yeah. uh, Super Mario World and like Mario Sunshine, exactly. And then same kind of thing to like Mario Galaxy. I'm really surprised you never played like Super Mario sixty four. You'd love that one. I really wanted to. I just didn't. It was one of those things where because I was in late elementary school like mm-hmm. early junior high when those consoles came out mm-hmm. so it was like i had to pick oh yeah you didn't have me where i have like a shit ton of siblings we each got our own console <laughs> it was just me and i was the only one that played games and so it was like my my parents were becoming like better off financially mm-hmm. at that time but it was like i said it was like you had to pick and it had to be like cheaper you know i had yeah. to wait like a little bit before like prices came down yeah. so like i <coughs> it was like am i gonna get a 
Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. in 2000 ish, mm-hmm. or am I gonna get a uh, PS One and I want a PS I want a PS One? Yeah. yeah, it was probably the same kind of reasoning that I wanted a Sega Genesis when I was a kid. It was like the True. cool kid on the block, like, <laughs> so I wanted that. Everybody's got a 64. I'm gonna go for PlayStation. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever, and, bitch. <laughs> and so I ended up getting a PlayStation, and then I'm just stuck with it for True. And 20 years. I've always had Nintendo. Like I've always forgotten. I've veered off toward handheld because I didn't really particularly like the I like the Wii, but I didn't want a Wii. I wanted the handheld. Yeah, and the Wii I really I enjoyed. It was I just like a, a like motion controls that like got me. I was like very enamored by that console and thought it was really cool. I'm glad yeah. it did really well, and they yeah. had some really good games on it. But they started to flood the market with. Much. Pretty much like shareware. Yeah. There was just like random, just horrible things on the Wii after a while. And yeah. then um, and the Wii Nintendo kind of pricing wise has always, for their first party games, it's like they. It, they it, never it's go all, down. Yeah, it's always $60. You can get a goddamn Nintendo or Pokemon Yellow for still worth $40. Yeah, and it's the same thing with like, you know, I've been pricing like uh, Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And. It's, you know, still 60, is it, what, been out a couple years now? Yeah. And it's like 60 bucks still. And it's like, yeah, damn it. But it kind of tells you that the value, though, for the game. It is true, yeah. If you think about it, like, you know, what we got, uh, what was the recent game we got? And it was like 20 bucks, like a couple weeks later. For this? Border, Borderlands. We wanted to get Borderlands 3. Oh, yeah. It was like $60, obviously. Yeah, it was like $60 is, what, September of 2019? So just last September, Mm -hmm. it was new. It had just released, and $60. And then by the time the new year rolled around, so three months later, it was like $24 on Amazon. (laughs) And the PlayStation Network had a sale going, a holiday sale, and it was only like 33 or something like that. It was already like half off Uh digitally. Mm -hmm. And then via Amazon, it was like two-thirds off or yeah. something ridiculous but yeah it's like and third-party games are always like but that. if you try to get let's say a, a mario game it'd still be like oh i'm sure breath of the wild guess, is still 60 dollars, and that it, was a launch title for the switch three years ago right it's 40 dollars. wait that's not cheap well i mean nintendo actually that's as cheap i'll get it <laughs> yeah i did read an article recently like within the last couple days where it was like i can't remember what outlet it was but it was like Oh, they actually have some Nintendo first-party games that are, like, $10 off. It's, what? like, 50 bucks, And they're like, Nintendo never does this. If you don't have it, go buy it, because you'll never <laughs> see it again. And I was like, that's funny. Like, even the writer of that article knew, like, well, it's just like you what we all know it. as Nintendo they, gamers. Like, for kind of Nintendo's had its issues, like any other console does, but Nintendo is what Nintendo is. And the first-party games that are strictly on Nintendo are badass. They are badass. They hold up really well, too. And they do. It's like, I still play the 64 Zelda all the goddamn time. I went back way later and played Super Mario Galaxy on the Wii, and like I said, I have issues with motion controls, and then, like we talked about on Rage Quit, just controllers in general, apparently. Mm-hmm. And I had a blast playing it. It was It's still worth the 60 bucks, yeah. and I don't think I got it for that. I think it was gifted to me. But it was a gift, but yeah. But it's like... It's uh, like, oh man, the, this is, you know, mm-hmm. it's on the Wii, technically oh, three generations ago, including yeah. the Switch. And it's yeah, still it's still worth play. sixty bucks. It's still fun to play. It's it's you know a masterpiece. Even their consoles last pretty fucking well. Like the Wii, uh, then the sixty four fucking still work perfectly fine. Yeah, it's one of the things I like about like older consoles. Get, well, and Nintendo has a kind of a lockdown. This is on eighteen. That. Now you can blow on it properly. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's above age. <laughs> you get like the 
the old Sega consoles and the old Nintendo ones, and yeah, they just last fucking forever. They like do. they just don't build them the same. No, like, like it's like you got all these moving parts now, and everything just fucking falls apart. Even the Wii lasts pretty a long time. Like we just our one just crapped out. And I got that as a gift. And it was used. That's what I mean. It was like refurbished or something the from like GameStop. The only reason and I got it like way late and I had that forever and played it. A and shit then I ton. used and it you did too. too. And the only reason it crapped out is because her cats kept knocking it off the entertainment center. So it broke it finally because it some piece snapped and we couldn't fix it. Yeah. But we, just and we got another reused old one that works fucking yeah, fine. Yeah. John, yet again. Because yeah, um, mine crapped out and I wanted to use it again. So. Got a cheap one at like a garage sale. It was like the jet black one too, which yep. was really cool. And it had everything yeah, plus some extras. Thingy, fitness thingy that I like to use. And we had just gone probably like a year or two prior so we could actually use the Wii more. We we do this with older consoles just in general. but Just kind of refurbish some parts like the sensor bar and stuff like that. Get new controllers. And yeah, stuff. so we had like all new controllers. We had a new sensor bar. Well, we had that. ate the old sensor bar. Yeah. We had Whoops. the memory Hence stick for it. Assholes. So everything transferned over just fine. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, okay. cool. Yeah. Well, works perfectly. Exactly. <clears throat> but it's, it's just what I'm saying though. It's like Nintendo, like you said and like the first podcast we had, it, it, it it ain't broke, don't fix it. For granted, they're going to kind of go to the times with games. But if I But they want, make the times. That's make, the crazy they thing. They do. Yeah, they're not one to, like... Like, Sony and Xbox... Like, Xbox I respect. I don't really mm-hmm. play in that ecosystem. Sony I obviously really enjoy. That's why we started with Rage Quit mm-hmm. in particular. But uh, it's always about, like, more power. Yeah. Backwards compatibility, um, <coughs> user interface, mm-hmm. kind of like basic kind of things. It's And they're just in direct competition with one another mm-hmm. to try to either be on the same Level playing field or, or, yeah, or like in More a very specific way, like outplay the other one. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is just like, you know, like ah. everybody switching over to <laughs> like disc-based medium. They're like, eh, we're sticking with cartridges. I don't care if they're more expensive. Um, we're doing motion controls. Yep. Like just because. Fine, we're doing we're doing we're doing your goddamn disc. We're doing motion control now. Nintendo did VR 25, 30 years ago. Yep. With the mm-hmm. Virtual Boy, like yep. th- that's insane. Like, and now they're doing the first hybrid console with the Switch. Like, and then they brought cartridges back. <laughs> yeah, and it's like they're the one we're really like kind of setting the standard, whether it works or not. Like motion controls obviously didn't stick around. No, yeah. But the Wii is still like Playable. top five yeah. selling consoles of all time, mm-hmm. and. Microsoft and Sony, like, reacted accordingly and did their own motion controls. Exactly. And now, um, it was, like, Alienware, which I talked about last podcast, mm-hmm. is uh, mimicking uh, the Switch by doing their own, like, hybrid PC kind of console yeah. thing. It's very similar to the Switch. It even looks a lot like the Switch. So it's, like, yeah, they're trendsetters. Like, they are. And yeah, they, they, they just kind of go by... Whether it works or not, it really doesn't matter. It's, like, they're always just going to do what they want to do yep. to see if it works. And yep. that's, that's cool. And then they they have, take risks. They take risks, and if, whether it pans out or not, they're so popular, people aren't mad that they took the risk. No, I, I think we missed a lot of that from even other tech companies just in general. It's like there's a lot of tech companies where it's always like just the for sure bet. Mm-hmm. So this sells, so let's just improve on this over and over and over again. And instead, Nintendo's like, well, this would be cool. <laughs> that's R&D this and do this instead let's do motion controls see if that works out see mm-hmm. if we can usher in kind of a new wave of gaming and they did mm-hmm. uh, hybrid console Wii U flops but they did it right with the Switch yeah. so it's like they learned from their mistakes and just improved on like it and how, still I kind like of doubled down they, and went for ATM it ATM and coined the quick sound oh I know yeah that's 
That's just as iconic as the uh, PS1 loading screen with yeah. the... Uh, when the PS1 logo came up and stuff, mm-hmm. or even like the PS2 background. I like sound. how we're supposed to franchises, we're just kind of going off a tangent on uh, sentimental reasons. But <coughs> it's very true, though, with Nintendo, is they are trendsetters. They have their huge franchises they will always have. Yeah. They will never port anything else. It's maybe on an Android, but then again, it's not like your Yeah, they Mario. just did that recently with like the mobile market, so. But that's because they're mobile games, and they're going to dominate the mobile market because they're handheld games. And they just have. Like, they've done a really you're good like, job. You're like, ha you're trying to take over the mobile market? Let me put my cat feather in my cat. <laughs> hey. uh, hold my beer. Yeah, I mean, they, like I said last podcast, Sony's the only one that get, kind of gave them a run for their money as far as <laughs> For like a few years. And it was still like a distant second. I mean, it just was. Yeah. Like, as much as I love the PSP and the Vita, it, I mean, it was a distant second. I mean, you had the mm-hmm. the DS and the 3DS, so. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. And they've always been handheld, because obviously they have card games, and so on and so forth, and that's just how Nintendo is. And it's like... Well, like, we also did a Rage Quit recently where we talked about, like, uh, cell shading and, like, mm-hmm. art styles, yeah. and even gameplay mechanics that, like, last... And they do. Like, I can like play over time. certain Zelda games or even Mario games because they're so They all look good. They look fantastic. Yeah. They, they're all right with It's like, some people say, it's like, oh, it's like always like cartoony and stuff. It's, like, it's a yeah. cartoon, you dumbass. But I if they tried to, to, to make a super realistic Mario and I then you played it 20 years later, it wouldn't su- work. I don't want a super realistic Link, I'm sorry. Or a super realistic Animal Crossing. I don't mind the cell shading. I think Zelda's the only one that could get away with that. Now. Now. If they did it 20 years ago, I'd be like, eh. But yeah. if they did, like, like something super realistic and like dark and gritty like imagine like an uncharted zelda oh they legit i think they could pull it off yeah i don't think you could do it with like mario i don't no. think you could do it with donkey kong you like, can't do it with animal crossing either because it's, it's too like food. anthropomorphized so it just wouldn't work yeah but zelda i think you, you could the you could get to do Yoshi like an actual dinosaur oh, uh, they're awesome no, that's scary. I just think of now. I just think of like the one uh, Toy Story T Rex one at the Jurassic Park where they. Oh, the Toy Story I was T-Rex. thinking like um, Indominus Rex. <laughs> Indominus like, Rex. Yeah, <laughs> but Yoshi. Yoshi. Yeah. Are you eating people? Oh, God. I'm trying to think of some other like big franchises or uh, for characters. Or? Not for Mario, uh, I mean, but for... just Nintendo in general. I feel for, like they've I'm... had all the big ones. Well, I mean. Obviously, there's going to be some that we've missed and some over time that obviously there are big franchises if they haven't succeeded. But it's like Animal Crossing is a Metroid. Big... That was the one I was thinking oh, of earlier. Oh, yeah. That one's very popular. That's just popular. It hasn't sold a shit ton, though. I know that much. It's just kind of a fan favorite. Okay. I know I know a lot of like Metroid is fans. Is it because like, Metroid oh. is a girl? No, that was actually, like, the fact that she was female was, came out, like, on the NES or Super Nintendo or something. It was, like, at the end of the first one or Super Metroid. People are like, what the fuck? Which I'm really surprised. Like, that's awesome. That's very avant-garde but 30 yeah. years ago. But I'm just saying in general, it was because she's a female. Not because she's a female, but that's paraphrasing. But I'm just saying. Splatoon's in- a big one now. That'd be, like, um, a newer yeah, one. Yeah, that shit we don't play, though. No, that, but, but talk about a good, like, online Nintendo Splatoon, Splatoon one. reminds me along the lines of, uh, what is that one that everyone likes? Fortnite. Oh, a little bit more grounded, though. I don't think it's a Battle Royale game, unless they have Battle Royale modes in it. I don't know. Well, it's along the lines. I'd say it's exactly like an Anthony. But still, yeah, I get where you're coming from. And we don't play games like that anyways. We don't, we don't like online games particularly. No, once in a blue moon I will. I'll, usually, the, as far as I get is like games as a service, but then I solo them. 
<laughs> so like I played through the story and the first two destinies by yourself. By myself, soloed it. I never, so of course I never did any of the raids. Um, it. And then uh, the division. Yeah. Well, then you played seventy-six too by yourself. Yeah, seventy-six. I always solo that. Yeah. I've had um, people who wanted to play on my own. We play... Well, MMLs are meant to play by yourself. We're going to throw online. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, a lot of MMOs are built so you thing. can solo. Uh, back in the day, they weren't. You had to have, like, parties and stuff. Woohoo! People are like... Nope. Just kidding. JK Lulz. I remember trying to play Final Fantasy XI, which was an MMO, and that, that game was geared towards having a party, like, every step of the way. <laughs> so I never got very far in it. Aww. John tried to help me... Uh, because he's the only one with, like, few people I trust to play online with. Uh, Try to help me with that one because he really enjoys the online Final Fantasies. But yeah. I just could never get into it. <laughs> I had a hard time. I just want to play Final Fantasy by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play by myself. But, and then, yeah, I think we hit really all the big ones, to be honest. Yeah, there's like, a couple probably little ones out there. But I'm talking about ones that are Metroid's still... Metroid's a good one. Ones that are still coming out to this day and people are wanting to buy and play and not wanting to get for you know uh like metro probably has a new one coming out i don't even know if they have a new one coming out uh there are rumors that there is a new metroid coming out because the metroid prime trilogy which i can look up was very popular mm-hmm. and that was probably like the most recent ones that mm-hmm. did really well uh i played metroid on the nes and i played super metroid mm-hmm. which is one of my personal favorites uh, on the Super Nintendo. But I'm just saying... I have not played one since then, though. But, that's what I mean. But I'm just saying, in general, it's so like, like... Metroid Prime came out in 2002. Metroid Prime 3 came out in 2007. So it's, it's been like 13 12 years. years. 13. 13, yeah. But you're always getting some type of Mario game. You're always getting some type of Zelda game, essentially, within you know recent years. You're always getting something developed, whether it takes a year or two. It's always coming out with a new game. Even if you handful years, even if it's five years, because it takes development for the game, but you're always having uh, people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, yeah, there definitely is a regular like kind of churn rate with no Nintendo. They they have a good job with like pacing. They do, even if they have to reset it or. Uh, so it sounds like it. Nintendo like mm-hmm. uh, has a Metroid Metroid Four in development. Don't they announced know. in like 2017. We shall see. And then I've also heard rumors that there's a new Donkey Kong game for the Switch oh, possibly cool. coming. That, that hasn't been announced. That's just like rumor and speculation. But uh, Donkey Kong game. Country Tropical Freeze was a Wii U game that was ported to the Switch. So yeah. hopefully we'll get one for the Switch proper. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I don't think my voice is going out. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, no, I think... Yeah, I think that was a really good conversation. I think we really hit on like all of the main Nintendo <laughs> mascots and franchises. Obviously, we have mm-hmm. our favorites, so feel free to sound in the comments if we forgot something or maybe something a little bit more obscure is your favorite. Or what? What? Yeah, what's your favorite? Yeah, even if it's like Kirby or some of the. Oh, wait, I forgot about Kirby. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, you're looking forward to a new Wario game or something oh, along those li- you know lines. Um, yeah. Sound off in the comments and tell us what's your favorite, new or old, or mm-hmm. maybe if you're looking forward to something, you know, yeah. whether it be Metroid Prime 4 or a new Donkey Kong game or Animal Breath Crossing. of the Wild 2 or Animal Crossing. I want to hold off and buying that. We'll, we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we will definitely wait on that one. <coughs> 
But no, it's super exciting to see what the Switch is doing and obviously to have the classics become just iconic. Yeah, and like you pointed out to me before, a lot of times I will focus specifically uh, with the PlayStation mm-hmm. because it deals with ASI or AS Inquisitor, mm-hmm. uh, like streaming-wise. It's less about having fun, which is unfortunate. It's like trophy hunting or trying to produce really good content and be or... engaging, and so I have to play through it multiple times. But mm-hmm. if I play games on the Switch... You're just having fun with it. You want to get the story. You want to just, like, play. It's yeah, just... like I get, like one of my holiday kind of, like backlog games that i played was youth aid mm-hmm. and i had a, a blast playing it and it was cool to like finally see that story and stuff but mm-hmm. there are no achievements there are no trophies nope. i don't have a way to stream it right now nope and so yeah it was just about playing the game and having fun exactly. so and i think nintendo really embodies that i mean i'm not saying not they're not going to change the time to eventually put trophies but i honestly hope they don't i hope they say that console was just meant for fun that'd be cool i hope that it does that like you know, it just is like, hey, you know, you want to play some Mario, just unwind and not have to worry about if you've done everything. Go ahead. I mean, of course, you're going to be mad because you missed a star, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I think for me personally, like, if they do implement a system like that, I would be less worried about it. I would just play. True. Still. It's still. I, I think it's like... me. It's one of those things where I have, like, such a crazy trophy list now on PlayStation from PS3 all the way till now. That you don't have to do it on Nintendo. Yeah, that it's like, I'll just focus on that because that's mm-hmm. where I have my my trophies or my achievements or whatever you want to call it there so it's like that'll remain a focus for that platform but i don't Mm -hmm. even if nintendo implemented something like that i don't think i would yeah be really focus on it or be like oh i didn't know i mean they're gonna do what they need to do to keep up with the times but at the same time they're just kind of beaten to their own drum because i've even done that with some of the games you've got me for the switch where it's like i platinumed uh doom 2016 on the ps4 now you're just playing it. And then I ended up giving that copy to a friend of mine to play because mm-hmm. I platinumed it. And then Ariel, prior to that, though, had given me the uh, Doom Switch copy. Mm-hmm. And I just played to play it. I had yeah. fun because that's one of my favorite games and I really enjoyed it. I don't... Listening to the angry music in the background and killing some demons, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's on the Switch and you exactly. can do it handheld. <laughs> and I got the awesome Pro Controller now to be able to yeah. enjoy it. And I have a feeling I'll do... The same thing with Wolfenstein. Exactly. Just exactly. because those platinums are so notoriously difficult to get anyways. Like, if I want to focus on that, I will on the PlayStation 4. But yep. if I just want to play it... You can actually just play it on the Switch. Yeah. Because I will probably, probably within this year, to be mm-hmm. honest, go back and play the first uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah. Whatever the first one is on the Switch. And actually just play it. And just play it. Yeah. Yep. Just so I have, like, kind of that, that breadth of knowledge and just enjoy it. Because I do like those games. Yeah. And it's a third party. Obviously not Nintendo's you know main <laughs> franchise or anything but it's cool mm-hmm. that i have the option to do that now exactly because that is one thing that nintendo has been lacking in in prior consoles mm-hmm. is you haven't been able to play a lot of third-party stuff yeah there's been a lot of third-party support but there mm-hmm. is for the switch so exactly. it's cool to see all right well i think that's a good stopping point for uh 64 beats out of eight episode two yeah <laughs> you guys have any suggestions too uh besides sounding off on like what kind of characters or franchises you're looking forward to mm-hmm. with the switch life cycle um or maybe just your favorites of all time also you feel free to like recommend uh show topics yeah so, we're always open to topics yeah we do the same thing for rage quit as well mm-hmm. if you don't listen to that but uh mm-hmm. yeah we would be more than willing to you know pick a topic from the comments or even uh, an email and you know, yeah. go with that for a show. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. It should, it should be good, though. Uh, 64 Bits of Rage is going to be a weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. So, 
If you're listening to this, that means it's already out, and we have two recorded, so it will be out. Yep. Um, <coughs> you can go back and listen Sorry. to the first one if you missed it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and then once we get the episode three out, mm-hmm. uh, you should be able to find this podcast on pretty much all podcast services. Hopefully so, soon, yeah. Once we have three published and out, um... Mm-hmm. I'll be able to submit to Spotify, iTunes, Google yep. Music, everything that I've done for Rage Quit. I'll be able to transfer for 64 bits of Rage. So, yeah. Stay yeah. tuned. Look out for that. If you have a preferred kind of platform to listen to podcasts on, it, it should be there after episode three. Yeah. So. Always. Good times. As always. <clears throat> Follow the bears. Follow the bear. Follow the bears. <laughs> I'm Anthony Schultz. I'm Ariel Schultz. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. Peace.